0: hello hello everyone it is todd thatcher coming to you on the first of march welcome to march as uh where i am in columbus ohio it got up to i think 73 degrees today so feels like spring already even though we're still in the winter it's not gonna last long but that's ohio weather for you as they say if you don't like the weather in ohio just wait a day or two And so I'm coming to you with um, those of you who've been following along or especially those who've been reading my blog, which is toddmthatcher.com. Always like to shamelessly plug that whenever I get a chance. Um, I've been doing what I call case of posts. I've been doing this for um, the last... uh, Several Oscar cycles where I take the nominees in Best Picture, Director, and the four acting categories and do individual posts for all those nominees where I basically say, here's the argument for that movie or director or actor winning, and here's the argument against them winning. That's 35 uh, posts that I do once the nominations come out. So it's a lot of writing. And I always do the Best Picture nominees first. Get those done. So if you look back on my podcasts, you'll see uh, I just looked, and it was from February 8th that I rank those 10 nominees. In other words, I'm saying here's the movie with the 10th best chance to win best picture all the way up to here's the movie that I think has the best chance to win best picture. Back when I did the picture nominees, I had everything everywhere all at once listed first, and that would still be the case. Uh, I'm coming to you again. It's March 1st. We are, um, You know, only a few days away, about a week and a half away from the Oscars airing. And we are exactly one week away from me doing my final predictions for who and what I believe will win on Oscar night. Those are going to be up on my blog on March 8th. And I'm also going to do a podcast that day, that evening, where I go through all the feature film categories and I'll predict a winner and a runner-up. But for tonight's purposes, I have now gotten through the five directing nominees. And as I did with Best Picture, I'm going to rank them from number five to number one. Important to note, these are not final predictions. As I just got through saying, the final predictions will come a week from today, and they could definitely change these, these rankings of where I have, um, number, especially like number one and number two. I can tell you right now that the uh, three of the four acting categories are totally unpredictable, That would be Best Actor, where it's become a real two-person race between Austin Butler in Elvis and um, Brendan Fraser in The Whale. Same goes for Actress. Tough competition between Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere and Cate Blanchett for Tar. And then in Supporting Actress, where you've got Angela Bassett from Black Panther, Jamie Lee Curtis from Everything Everywhere, and Carrie Condon from Banshees of Inna Sharon, who have all picked up significant precursor prizes, and you, you could have a legitimate three-way race going for Supporting Actress. I don't think you're going to see that type of... Uh, Unpredictability in director, which I'm about to go through. I think we have a very strong front runner or runners. There's not a whole lot of suspense here. So I'm going to go through again from number five to number one as far as possibility of winning. Number five is where I would put Ruben Osland for Triangle of Sadness. Triangle has the least amount of nominations, three, of the director contenders. It's up for Best Picture, Director, and Original Screenplay. It is certainly expected to win none of those. Ruben Osland was the surprise nominee of the five. There tends to always be a surprise nominee in Best Director, but... That surprise nominee, they're a surprise for a reason. It means they're not going to win. And that is Ruben Osland. He is easy to put at number five. Number four is where I have Martin McDonough for the Banshees of Ennis Now, there was a time not long ago where Banshees looked like a decent contender to be the spoiler to everything, everywhere, all at once for Best Picture. Its fortunes have faded over the last couple of weeks, especially when it didn't win the BAFTA. But even if Banshees had won BAFTA, even if Banshees had done better in the precursors as far as wins, I still never thought there was any real chance of McDonough winning best director it would have been if they were going to honor him it would have been either for best picture or him winning original screenplay that's looking a little less likely too with everything everywhere um really on the rise as we head into this home stretch so pretty easy to slot mcdonough Number four. Number three is Todd Field for Tar. I don't even know really. I got to be, you know, number three, number four, and number five have really no shot of taking this category. I'm only putting Todd Field above McDonough because the film is, could I guess, be commended more for its style and direction over Banshee's getting probably more lauded for its screenplay. But truth be told, none of these three people, Field, McDonough, or Oslin, have won any precursors. None of them really have any chance of uh, getting a victory here. Okay, So number two is Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans, his lone precursor win is at the Golden Globes, which is a huge precursor. Sure. It's, it's the most uh, known precursor, uh, uh, but the Daniels who are going to be number one have really almost swept this season, especially lately. But, you know, the only reason Spielberg poses a threat to upset the Daniels is because he's Steven Spielberg, right? But I still don't think that's going to be enough to get it done. And and that's because the Daniels are easily number one here for their direction of everything, everywhere, all at once. Spielberg started out the season with that win at the golden globes and ever since then the daniels have won everywhere they need to um critics choice but especially directors guild of america dga where the match between dga and oscar is extremely high had someone else won dga I would be talking about this being more of a competition, but that didn't happen. And therefore, not only is Everything Everywhere all at once the um, major frontrunner to win Best Picture, the Daniels are the heavy, heavy favorites to um, take the directing prize in a week and a half. I am going to be finishing up the acting category posts. And as soon as I do, I'm going to be back on here probably tomorrow. And I'll go through number five to number one for best actress, a category that is much trickier to figure out than this one. So stay tuned, folks. And we'll talk soon. Bye.